0: stress doesn't usually live by itself as just being stressed it usually has other emotions tied to it as well whether that be anger or any type of anger or frustration or whether it's sadness or depression
1: Hey, family, I'm Leon Guidry. Welcome to the Brother Be Well podcast. Our conversations focus on mental health and wellness. Our intent is to provide a safe space for boys and men of color to reduce disparities, remove stigma, heal trauma, and to end prolonged suffering. Listen up, y'all. I want to
2: get into the second question to help kind of move this conversation along, and I'm going to kick it off with you, Andre, from the Hawk Institute. You identify a time when the stress kind of took over. We're all stressed, but sometimes we can work through that, and sometimes we really can't. And for me, that those are the times when I have reached out to people like Malik Sampson, when I know I'm stuck, when I realize I'm really stuck and this stress is paralyzing, then that's when it's hard to move on. And for me, I'll just share as long as I'm talking. For me, it was that unknown that we just heard about. There was a time in my life where these couple of, um, you know, kind of career situations had kind of set up for me. And I literally didn't know where anything was going to play out. How was it going to play out? And like you, Devante, I've got kids. So my mind started to wander, wow, if this happens and this new vice president of this organization, if, he, if, if, if house is clean, like they said they were going to do, then I might wind up without a job, then I might not be able to support my daughters. And it just started to spiral for me. And I found myself not doing, not able to move forward. I wasn't really um, effective at work. I don't think I was present for my kids. I don't think, I, I certainly wasn't enjoying the things in my personal life. Some depression started to set in. So that fear of the unknown at that point in my life was paralyzing, and it took some professional help to get me to see, this is why you're jammed up, and then these are the things you can do. So I was curious on the part of anyone on our panel that was, that was um, you know, if you felt comfortable sharing something like that, I think somebody watching this might say, boy, I'm in that spot kind of right now. So Andre, I'm just curious if, if you got a period or something, a time in your life where that stressor kind of shut you down.
3: That's where I was going, Mike, and I apologize. Um, it was the fact that I was taking on responsibilities of a lot of people that I know, my friends and family. I handled COVID, I think kind of well, cause I'm, I'm able to adapt, but I have friends and family members who, who weren't. And I'm always the person that is the go-to person to ask for advice. Dre, you know, you do a lot of research. What should I do? This and that. And I found myself taking on more than I can handle. You know, I wanted to help everybody. And you know, and I, I was writing notes and I was jotting things down and putting in my calendar. And, and it got to a point where I wasn't taking care of myself. And I had something that went on with me and my own personal. And, and I just let everything pile up and I just kind of collapsed. And I had to shut down everybody. I had friends and family like, hey, Dre, what happened? You know, I was waiting for you. And I felt like that was one of my biggest stresses because people depended on me. And the fact that I tried to put it all on my shoulder and take on the weight of the world, you know, it hindered me from doing what I needed to do, which is take a break for myself and then try to help others. So I think that would be the one time that I can remember that kind of stressed me out to where I couldn't uh, function or handle it the way I wanted
2: to. Wow. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. D'Angelo, how about you? Can you think of a time when that, that stress in your life was blocking you from moving forward?
4: Uh, yes, thank you. Um, similar to, uh, Andre as well, you know, just, well, not really taking on, um, or, you know, tackling a lot of other people's problems. It's kind of, my son was just born. Um, I, all my family's on the East coast. So I was out here for about two years. Um, he had, uh, with, without going home to see them. So I had to see my mom, my brother, my nephews, um, and then my son, when he was born, he was a he had to spend a week in the ICU. Mm-hmm. Um, he had complications with his blood sugar, and he couldn't um, he, his heat wasn't rising, so he was super cold, and they had to keep him in the NICU. Um, and at that time, I was also doing a project um, overtime, so I think for about a week straight, I was up till about four in the morning. You know, either driving from the hospital to coming home working, and then one day, um, I got up to go. I got up to go to my room for uh, I think it was I was take a shower or something. And I got right here to my, to where the garage passed off and I fainted. Like I didn't I didn't realize it. I just fell to the floor. My girl said I was shaking and it was at a point where that's when I knew kind of I had to take a step back and I just kind of called them and I was like, hey, I need to take a week or two um, because you know, that could have been the end right there. You know, if I had hit my head wrong or you know, one of those things. So um it's just one of those things, man, I think as as men and as as black men and especially growing in the South, you know, where traditional um the Bible belt and this tradition that the man takes care of the family, you know, it, it put an extra weight on me. Uh thinking about my son, his mother, and then also my job, you know, I can't I, I didn't feel like I could succumb to that. You know, I had to handle it all, otherwise I would drop the ball on all any one of them. But you know, eventually that stress just overloaded and, you know, I, I completely shut down. So, wow.
2: D'Angelo, I appreciate you sharing that. I'm going to throw a question to Patrick Ma in a second, but I just want to ask you a quick question, D'Angelo, a follow up. Did, did you did you feel any other physical symptoms in your body before before you lost consciousness?
4: I was always tired. Always. Did. It didn't matter. I was completely tired, um, but I was pushing through it because I was just chugging five hour energy shots. Yeah, I was out. And it was one of those things where I knew I knew at the time. And I also had like a little shortness of breath because I just wasn't sleeping and I was chain smoking, going to, you know, all that. So I kind of knew I felt it before it happened. Like anytime I would get up, I'd be super tired, super fatigued. And then so, yeah, I definitely knew the signs there, but it's kind of like one of those I got to push through.
2: You had to push through. I, I wanted to touch on that a little bit. I'm going to throw it to Patrick. He's a physician assistant. So Patrick, I hope you can you can uh, do a little follow-up with us. A lot of times, and I don't know that you were having what's been called a panic attack, D'Angelo. The, the period of my life that I just talked about, that's how I knew I needed help. I was in my office, and I, I went from one minute, I had a kind of low-grade headache for a day or so, and I literally almost lost consciousness at my desk. And then that's when I realized something is going on here. Wound up having a whole battery of tests and found out my body was fine. I didn't have heart trouble or any of that. So then that's what took me to a a, a mental health conditions office. Patrick, can you talk about how that stress can really? You touched on it earlier, but man, we just heard a story about a, a young man that you know literally lost consciousness because of the the impact of stress. Can you can you follow up on that a little bit, Patrick?
5: Yeah, of course, Michael. And like I mentioned earlier, when you're stre- when you really stress out, your body releases cortisol, which um, the same, your body treated the, same, the cortisol hormone the same as it treats steroids. Um, steroids are a type of medication that given to patients who are literally dying um, or in really serious illness. So an example that would be in COVID cases, when a patient is really tanking. They give them a shot of steroids. That's what they do. Um, so when you in that constant state of stress and chronic stress, it wears your body out. Isn't that really mind bogging, how you know stress can impact not only your mind, but also your body? It To me, it, I still don't know because the mind is still a black box to many scientists. Um, but I think that one of the things that I notice when I'm super stressed out or feeling overwhelmed is my mind just go blank. I don't know if any of the panel can relate to that. I also have memory issues where I thought that I did something, but it turned out I didn't or vice versa. Um, it's your body signaling you that you are under stress and that you're not performing the way that you are, but you should, you should be. Um, and a plug to our brother be well content. We have a lot of resources for the viewer at home and for our panelists as well. How to manage stress, how to prioritize, because I believe that when you are stressed, number one thing that you should do is pick a priority. What should you do right now? Just like Andrew mentioned earlier, um, when he's stressed, he just need to take a moment for himself. And that's the, that's the case for many people, however, for many others like myself, um, I need to prioritize my list and hold up the competing deadlines and figure out what is important right now. If I don't do this, I'm going to be homeless. Or I'm going to be, um, you know, jobless or, you know, something terrible will happen in my life. You need to be able to prioritize that first task and get through that task before you can go on to the next. But when there are many competing deadlines, What um, you know, there can easily one can easily develop a sense of being overwhelmed. And I know for myself, when I'm overwhelmed, I just stop altogether. I can't do anything just because there's so many things to do and I can't do anything. Um, And it's very contradictory and counterintuitive, but that's just how my body works. Well, well, it's
2: important we know how our own individual bodies work, and it sounds like you don't have that much uncommon with D'Angelo. His body shut down for him, and Patrick, it sounds like you just get a, a little bit ahead of it, and you just shut down yourself. But it's kind of the same thing going on, I think. Malik, you're nodding. Is that does that tend to be a coping mechanism? You're a, a mental health connection. Are those cope both more Patrick than than D'Angelo? I think there, but can you talk about some of the coping mechanisms from kinds of yours from? Uh, consumers of yours when they're kind of overwhelmed by stress I mean yeah exactly what exactly what Patrick was saying is is, is
0: most com- is actually really really common when you are in the state of where you are extremely overwhelmed and it's just like I, it goes from I'm overwhelmed I have so much to do to I can't do any of this and you look at it and it gets you to the point of like okay now you might start feeling different symptoms you can go into moods of depression because of the feeling of stress and that's the thing with stress. Stress doesn't usually live by itself as just being stressed. It usually has other emotions tied to it as well, whether that be anger or sh- any type of anger, or frustration, or whether it's sadness or depression. Those things exist with being stressed. Um, and also, i was doing a lot of nodding because, Patrick, I'm the exact same way. Uh, even if, if when I feel like I am so overwhelmed to where I cannot do anything, like, I don't. It's, I look and I'm like, this is too much for me right now and I shut down. And it's not necessarily a healthy thing to do, but it's also not healthy to overextend myself either. So that's the thing, finding that, and that's what balance is all about. How do we find a balance to where we don't have to get overwhelmed? And that's an extremely hard thing to do, don't get me wrong, but what it what is important is for us to start identifying how to create a balance in our own life so that we don't get to the point to where our body is forcing us to short, to shut down or our mind is forcing us to shut down before our body does.
2: I'm, I just want to touch on, I, I want to be in the Patrick and Malik club. I wish I knew how to just shut down and I do the opposite. I I think it was you, uh, uh, D'Angelo, you just power through. I'm, I'm not from the South, but my dad was. so Maybe that's where I got it from. I mean, my my father, you know, worked in a a paper mill for 38 years before he finally retired. I watched that man go to work with a broken foot for two straight days. And so he broke his foot one day, came home, went to work, came back home the next day, couldn't even get his boot off. His foot had swollen up so bad we had they had to cut it off at the hospital. And I remember the doctor saying, how did you walk around for two days on a broken foot? So I think subliminally, as a little boy, I said, you just got to power through. So I wish I could shut down. I probably wouldn't have high blood pressure right now if I knew how to shut down. I just want to touch base before we look at that second video, Devontae, Andre, are you you in the shutdown club? Is that a, a technique? Malik said it's the most common response. So I'm curious, maybe Andre first. Is that your technique? Is that the way that you kind of deal with that overwhelming stress that we all have to face sometimes?
3: Yes, I am at that shutdown stage, but I'm also into that prioritized stage. So when I shut down, I don't let it just be a dead period. I shut down and say, why are you shutting down? What do you need to do? You know, that, and that's how the only way I can really push forward with it.
2: Our second video, we've got Grace Cecilio. She's our resident uh, Brother Be Well, mindfulness expert, another incredible spirit. and She's got a video for us that's going to show us how to connect with nature. As a way of kind of managing stress. So here's Grace Cecilia. Take a look. We'll be back in a sec.
6: Hey, it's Grace, mindfulness expert here at Brother Be Well. When was the last time you went outside? Really went outside, not just to go somewhere, but to spend time in nature, sitting by a tree, sitting on the grass, or just allowing the sun to touch your face. All of these natural elements have such power within them. Think about how healing Mother Earth is. It gives us medicine. It allows our mental space to clear every time we step into it. But living in cities can really limit our exposure to nature. We were not made to sit inside. So I challenge you to spend at least 10 minutes sitting next to a tree or just sitting in the sun, maybe on the sand. Notice what it feels like to place your feet barefoot on mother nature, dirt, grass, sand, whatever, and wiggle your toes. I know, it's weird, we're not used to it, we like shoes, but try it. There is a grounding element when we put our bare feet on the ground. Even touching it with your hands can help feed in that energy into your body. It's healing, it's powerful, but you need to open yourself up to receive its benefits. So the next time you're feeling overwhelmed or stressed, especially try going outside and notice how that might shift your mood. It's here for a reason and Mother Earth will serve us if we let it. I'm Grace and remember brother, be well.
2: my brothers you get to see now grace we've seen two sisters who support our work at brother be well we call them honorary brothers with brother be well grace i feel like she's in my head I, I tried just before this production to get outside and i didn't have time to do that but i and i also felt like she was in my head because i'm i'm not one of those people that like shoes i i frankly would go barefoot all the time if i could and i get energy that way and it just kind of calms me down
1: this has been the Brother Be Well podcast. I'm Leon gittry Shout out to our sponsors, Sutter Health and the Sacramento County Division of Behavioral Health Services through the voter-approved Proposition 63 Mental Health Services Act. And don't forget our goals to reduce disparities, remove stigma, heal trauma, and to end prolonged suffering. If you have feedback on today's episode, tweet us at BrotherBeWell or email info at BrotherBeWell.com. Click the subscribe button right now and plan to join us next time. Until then, be well, brothers.